You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, episode number 67. Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley. Hello, Yummy Mummies. How are you? I'm really excited to do this podcast for you because I've been talking about it forever and I'm going to start from time to time giving you little book reviews of books that have changed my life and how they are related to you wanting to lose weight for the last time or you wanting to maintain your weight because I know a lot of you who listen are my former clients who are just hanging out living at your dream weight, loving life, and you just love continuing to listen, which by the way, I love that. So here is a fun client comment coming in from Sarah S. She says, I had a baby on March 1st. This is last year, you guys. She says, I gained 37 pounds in the pregnancy. I lost 15 pounds right away. And the rest I hope to lose in a year with zero plan. And then I got a brilliant idea. I hired a fancy, expensive personal trainer in May as soon as I was cleared to exercise. I didn't lose a single fucking pound until October when I started the Yummy Mummy experience. And then boom, I lost all the rest of the baby weight. It's funny how we think a trainer or fill in the blank will solve the issues, but they just don't. It's official. Laura Conley should be nominated for the Nobel Prize. Okay, that part is making me blush. But whatever, we'll go for it. I was originally thinking we would get me on Oprah, but Sarah, if you want to go for the Nobel Prize, I don't know if you can win a Nobel Prize for helping moms lose weight for the last time and being free from food forever, but you totally should because this is going to be helping generations to come. So if you guys want to have a similar story, a similar quote, can you imagine that? Like, I'm quoting you on this podcast because you've lost weight for the last time. Do you want that? Do you? Just a little bit? A little inkling? If you have a whisper, I want you to go to lauraconley.com and click work with me so that you can get on the wait list. Doors are going to open in a couple weeks for the next round of the experience. And I promise you, this is available to you. If it's available to Sarah and it's available to me and all my other clients, it is available to you too. So let's dive in to our episode today. I'm bringing you Big Magic. Have you guys heard of this book? It's from Elizabeth Gilbert, who I absolutely love and adore. And she has so many brilliant quotes. As fun fact, as I was making this episode for you guys, I realized a lot of the quotes that I'm going to be sharing are her quoting other people. So this is a really fun podcast because we're not only learning from Liz Gilbert, we're learning from her teachers too. And if you're like, why are we hearing about Big Magic? It's because even know in Big Magic, she's talking about creativity and she's talking about becoming an artist or honing your artistry or not letting fear stop you as you become the creative that you already are. It's shocking how applicable her teachings are to losing weight for the last time. They are universal principles that I just think are so profound. I think about this book probably on a daily basis. And so I just wanted to share with you some of her work and I just think it's fun. My my coach, Brooke Castillo, used to do this back in the day and every like 10th episode, she would share 
learnings from one of her teachers or one of her favorite books. And those were some of my favorite episodes. So I really hope you guys enjoy this. Let's start where Liz Gilbert is talking about perfection. And of course, you can see how perfectionism is not going to serve you if you want to lose weight for the last time, right? Because hello, throw in the towel mentality. You've probably been there, right? If you don't have a perfect day, it's like, what's the point anyways? And so what do we do? We throw in the towel and we just eat everything or we don't have a perfect weekend. And so we're like, oh, we'll start again on Monday morning. Monday goes pretty good actually. But then Tuesday comes around Wednesday. Well, we have a happy hour. We eat all the appetizers and then we are just (laughs) on the roller coaster of buckets for the next five days. Okay. So Elizabeth Gilbert says, the writer Rebecca Solnit puts it well. So many of us believe in perfectionism, which ruins everything else because the perfect is not only the enemy of the good, it's also the enemy of the realistic, the possible and the fun. Then Liz goes on to say, perfectionism stops people from completing their work. Yes, but even worse, it often stops people from beginning their work. Perfectionists often decide in advance that the end product is never going to be satisfactory, so they don't even bother trying to be creative or lose weight for the last time in the first place. The most evil trick about perfectionism, though, is that it disguises itself as a virtue. Can you guys see this in yourselves? In job interviews, for instance, people will sometimes advertise their perfectionism as if it is their greatest selling point, taking pride in the very thing that is holding them back from enjoying their fullest possible engagement with creative living. They wear their perfectionism like a badge of honor, as if it signals high tastes and exquisite standards. But I see it differently. I think perfectionism is just a high-end, hakatura version of fear. I think perfectionism is just fear in fancy shoes and a mink coat, pretending to be elegant when actually it's just terrified. Because underneath that shiny veneer, perfectionism is nothing more than a deep existential angst that says again and again, I am not good enough and I will never be good enough. So you guys let that sink in for a second. I'm sure so many of you can see yourself in your weight loss journey as identifying with a perfectionist. And now we can see so clearly that it's holding us back. My coach, again, Brooke Castillo, who I just mentioned, also talks about B minus work. And that's what I love to instill with my clients. Let's go for B minus. Let's not go for A plus, right? I do not expect nor do I think it's realistic that my clients come into the yummy mummy experience and create a protocol, create their yummy mummy maps, and then just follow it perfectly. No, the whole entire reason why it's the last time is because they make mistakes. They learn from those mistakes and then they catch the mistakes before they happen over time, right? It's like any other skill that we learn and develop and hone. We have to go out and try. Here comes a skiing analogy. You probably saw my newsletter where I was talking about me falling on the ski hill and I fell and I hurt my knee and I got back up and I learned from it. 30 years later, right? I've been skiing on and off for so long. I think like 20 something years. So I really want to give you that as you journey in your weight loss. Do not let perfect be the enemy of good. 
It's going to be rocky. You're going to make mistakes. The key there is can you learn from your mistakes and move forward? And you're going to keep making mistakes for 30 more years. But it doesn't mean you're not going to have lost weight for the last time. And this brings me to Liz Gilbert's done is better than good, right? Because think about it. If I still make mistakes in terms of my eating, but I maintain my dream weight, then it's all good. We're all good, right? So here's what Liz Gilbert says about done is better than good. The only reason I was able to persist in completing my first novel was that I allowed it to be stupendously imperfect. I pushed myself to continue writing it, even though I strongly disapproved of what I was producing. That book was so far from perfect, it made me nuts. Pacing around in my room during the years that I worked on the novel, trying to gin up my courage to return to that lackluster manuscript every single day despite its awfulness, reminding myself of this vow. I never promised the universe that I would be a great writer, goddammit. I just promised the universe that I would be a writer. At 75 pages in, I nearly stopped. It felt too terrible to continue, too deeply embarrassing, but I pushed through my own shame only because I decided that I refused to go to my grave with 75 pages of an unfinished manuscript sitting in my desk drawer. I did not want to be that person. Can you guys see the analogy coming alive here? The world is filled with too many unfinished manuscripts as it is, and I didn't want to add another one to that bottomless pile. So no matter how much I thought my work stink, I had to persist. I also kept remembering what my mother always used to say, done is better than good. I heard that simple adage of my mother's again and again the entire time I was growing up. This was not because Carol Gilbert was a slacker. On the contrary, she was incredibly industrious and efficient, but more than anything else, she was pragmatic. There are only so many hours in a day after all. There are only so many days in a year, only so many years in a life. You do what you can do as completely as possible within a reasonable time frame, and then you let it go. When it came to everything from washing the dishes to wrapping Christmas presents, my mother's thinking was much in line with General George Patton. A good plan violently executed now is better than a perfect plan executed next week. Or to paraphrase, a good enough novel violently written now is better than a perfect novel meticulously written never. Or, in my words, a good enough weight loss system done now is better than being on your deathbed, not having lost the weight, not being free from food for the rest of your life, right? I don't want you guys going to the grave, not being finished with this thing. We have already started all of us, anyone who is here listening. We have started our weight loss journey. We have been on our journey for two years, for 20 years. It doesn't matter, but let's get this shit done. Let's finish it. It doesn't have to be perfect, but let's be done with it. Okay. So that we can go on and live our one precious life that I talk about all the time. I want to offer that the time you have put in is not for naught. It is gotten you to this point in time, to where you are listening to this podcast. This path has been unfolding just the way it's been meant to. And now it's time for you to take action 
and to go get this done and stop with this unfinished business because it really is in the way of you creating what it is you want to create here in this world. Okay, let's hear from Liz on boredom and when things are just about to get interesting. She says, I think a lot of people quit pursuing creative lives because they're scared of the word interesting. My favorite meditation teacher, Pema Chodron, once said that the biggest problem she sees with people's meditation practice is that they quit just when things are starting to get interesting, which is to say they quit as soon as things aren't easy anymore. As soon as it gets painful or boring or agitating, they quit as soon as they see something in their mind that scares them or hurts them. So they miss the good part, the wild part, the transformative part, the part when you push past the difficulty and enter into some raw, new, unexplored universe within yourself. And maybe it's like that with every important aspect of your life, whatever it is you are pursuing, whatever it is you are seeking. Whatever it is you are creating, be careful not to quit too soon. As my friend, Pastor Rob Bell warns, don't rush through the experiences and circumstances that have the most capacity to transform you. Don't let go of your courage the moment things stop being easy or rewarding because that moment, that's the moment when interesting begins. Oh, you guys, it's so good. If I do another one of these episodes, which I will, I actually think the next one will be on Atomic Habits by James Clear. And he is talking about boredom in that book, just like Liz Gilbert is talking here. The people that are willing to be bored and sit with that boredom will be the ones that get the most growth, the most transformation, the most results in their lives. You will have to be willing to be bored if you want to be at your dream weight for the rest of your life. Not all the time, right? A lot of times it's going to be really fun and really rewarding. And sometimes it's going to be a little boring. Again, like Liz is saying in here, just like anything worthy of doing, there's probably going to be some boredom there. But on the other side of that boredom is fulfillment. Okay, so what else does Liz Gilbert have to say? Let's see. This is just one little tiny quote. It's not like four paragraphs like like I've been reading to you guys. (laughs) Okay. So she says here on page 110... It's really fun. I feel like I'm in like story club or book club or something reading these excerpts to you. I really love this. So she says, the sooner and more passionately you get married to this idea that it is ultimately entirely up to you, the better off you'll be. Ooh, can you guys see how that might be helpful for you in your weight loss journey? It is ultimately entirely up to you. We want to blame. Don't we want to blame you guys in our weight loss journeys? Don't we want to blame our genes? (laughs) Don't we want to blame our social lives? Don't we want to blame our husband for bringing home the cupcake? Yeah, we do. Because you want to know what? It's a little bit easier to just blame, blame, blame. But what I want to offer to you is the same thing that Liz wants to offer to us, which is it's up to us, just us no one else, which is great news because we're not in control of all the other people and all the other circumstances, but we are in control of what we put in our mouth and what we don't put in our mouth. (laughs) It really is that simple. Will it be uncomfortable sometimes? 
Yes. Will it be easy sometimes? Yes. Will it get much easier over time to put what you actually want to put in your mouth and what you don't want to put in your mouth? Yeah, totally. Okay. So we got two more quotes. My, the last quote we're going to hear from Liz Gilbert is my ultimate favorite. This is the one I think about almost every day. Second to last, I want to talk to you a little bit about courage. Okay. So she says, I'll never forget what the real Jack Gilbert told somebody else, an actual flesh and blood person, a shy University of Tennessee student. This young woman recounted to me that one afternoon after his poetry class, Jack had taken her aside. He complimented her work, then asked what she wanted to do with her life. Hesitantly, she admitted that perhaps she wanted to be a writer. He smiled at the girl with infinite compassion and asked, do you have the courage? Do you have the courage to bring forth this work? The treasures that are hidden inside you are hoping you will say yes. So this, I believe, is the central question upon which all creative living things hinges. Do you have the courage to bring forth the treasures that are hidden within you? Oh, it's so damn good. You guys, this is why we are losing weight for the last fucking time, right? So that the treasures can be found. I'm telling you, the mental and emotional and physical weight for some of us is exactly the thing that's standing in our way. And oh my God, does it take courage. Oh, it takes so much courage. And it may be why some of us are holding on to our weight. It's because it's scary to do a podcast. It's scary to write that book. It's scary to whatever, fill in the blank thing. And a lot of us can't really even see what our treasures are because the weight is blocking us. So we have to get this weight out of the way so that we can see and we can do what we are meant to do. So I am very passionate about that, right? It's not just about the cute little romper or bodysuit or whatever the thing is. Is that fun? Totally. Am I on board for that? Yes. But I really think one of my deep, deep, deep compelling reasons for doing this work day in and day out, week after week, so passionately, so wholeheartedly is because I want everybody able to see what their treasures are and to go after them if they want to go after them. It is, oh my gosh, I could just literally, I could go on and on and on. So what is courage, you guys? This is just coming from my head. (laughs) It's probably coming from one of my teachers, but right now it's coming from my head. So courage does not mean that there is an absence of fear. It means you have fear and you're willing to take action anyways. Bravery, courage, right? Synonyms, I'm guessing. (laughs) So my all-time favorite quote from Liz Gilbert is when she writes a letter to fear, okay? And I'm going to share this with you. And I want you to apply this to you and your weight loss journey. Cause a lot of you guys actually do want to do the yummy mummy experience, but you're scared for whatever reason, which by the way, is like super normal. You're scared or you're doubtful, or you just don't believe in yourself. Again, nothing wrong with you. This is how every client shows up is a little bit of fear or a lot of bit of nervousness or tons of anxiety or like whole freaking boatload of disbelief. Yeah, because we've tried so many things and so many things have not worked permanently. And that's just because we haven't been taught and what we have been taught just doesn't work. And it's okay. It's no fault of ours. This is how it's designed. So you're not like 
like bad or wrong or in trouble, but I want you to have a really pragmatic way of dealing with fear when fear comes up. Because if you're a human being, you're going to have fear for the rest of your life. You are going to have fear. It is a necessary part of being a human being. It is not necessary when you go to lose weight for the last time because our brains just not have just not evolved. It is necessary if you're about to get hit by a car, right? So you run the other way. So I just think that Elizabeth Gilbert has the best way of relating to fear. It's not about pushing it away or resisting it. It's actually about welcoming it in. And this is what I teach all of my clients to do on a really deep level, because what we're taught is to resist our fear, resist any negative emotion, or we're taught to numb out or avoid it or make it go away. And the ways we're taught to do that don't actually work, right? We're taught to watch TV or scroll or shop or eat or drink. And if those are working for you, (laughs) Great. For most of us, those ways are temporary fixes to our feelings, but our feelings don't need to be fixed. Our feelings just need to be taken care of and not in this big, huge way. They just really need to be acknowledged. And so I am obsessed with the way that Liz Gilbert acknowledges her fear and my guess is her other negative emotions. So you guys, as I'm reading this quote, you can insert another negative emotion that you deal with, right? She is going to be writing what you guys will hear me in a second. She's going to be writing this letter to fear. And in her letter, she's going to talk about creativity. And I want you to insert the words weight loss journey or food freedom instead of creativity so that this could be extra super related to you. So this is what she says. Dearest fear, creativity and I are about to go on a road trip together. I understand you'll be joining us because you always do. I acknowledge that you believe you have an important job to do in my life and that you take your job seriously. Apparently, your job is to induce complete panic whenever I'm about to do anything interesting. And may I say you are superb at your job. So by all means, keep doing your job if you feel you must. But I will also be doing my job on this road trip, which is to work hard and stay focused and creativity or the yummy mummy experience or your weight loss journey will be doing its job, which is to remain stimulating and inspiring. There's plenty of room in this vehicle for all of us. So make yourself at home, but understand this creativity and I are the only ones who will be making any decisions along the way. I recognize and respect that you are part of this family And so I will never exclude you from our activities, but still your suggestions will never be followed. You're allowed to have a seat and you're allowed to have a voice, but you are not allowed to have a vote. You're not allowed to touch the roadmaps. You're not allowed to suggest detours. You're not allowed to fiddle with the temperature. Dude, you're not even allowed to touch the radio. But above all else, my dear old familiar friend, you are absolutely forbidden to drive. You guys, how good is that? So good. It's amazing, right? Fear is going to be there. Doubt's going to be there. Worry, shame, guilt, you name it. But it doesn't mean that you aren't going to get to your dream weight. So I want to leave that with you. I hope that these excerpts were as inspiring to you as they are to me. Go read the whole book. It's so damn freaking good. I love it so much. So I will see you guys 
next week. And hopefully inside the Yummy Mummy experience, doors are going to open, I think, what is it? Second week of March. If you are on the wait list, though, you will be alerted before the rest of the general public. So I want you to go and get yourself on the wait list. Everyone who's on the wait list will have access to early enrollment. If you are not on the wait list, you will not have access to early enrollment. These groups are capped. So you're going to want to get on there. First come, first serve. Let's do this, you guys. I mean, I'm all lit up now. I always do when I read this book over and over again. She's so good, you guys. One, one time, here's my fun fact. I didn't tell you my fun fact. One time I was hosting a retreat with my bestie Jolly and I was leading one of the yoga classes. I think the entire yoga class was just like me reading this book. (laughs) I was like warrior two and now I will read five pages out of big magic. (laughs) And I think Dolly was like, what are you doing? Stop reading big magic. Okay. Like one quote is plenty. We don't need the whole entire book. This is yoga not a reading. (laughs) Okay. I love you guys so much. I will see you down the yummy mummy journey. Ciao, ciao. Hey, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you rated, reviewed, and subscribed in Apple Podcasts. And if you've enjoyed listening, you have to come check out the yummy mummy experience. It is my proven course and group coaching program where we take all this material to the next level and yep, you guessed it, lose weight for the last time. So if this is something that you want, head to lauraconley.com and click work with me. The best part, it comes with a body back or money back guarantee. And of course, you guys, if you haven't gotten your free podcast listener gift, head to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. There are three weight loss hacks inside this gift that I am so excited to share with you. These are the three things that I do every day and my clients do every day to lose and maintain their weight. So head to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. If you guys don't know how to spell Laura Conley, it's just L-A-U-R-A-C-O-N-L-E-Y. I will see you there.